0: Could JL Skinner play in a hybrid role for Vance Joseph and the Denver Broncos defense this upcoming season? How does that impact if Justin Simmons or Caden Stearns are the starter? We'll tell you why or why not on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your
1: team every day.
0: What's up, Broncos country? Welcome into a brand new episode of Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much, Broncos country, for tuning in, making us your first listen of the day, every single day. Thank you so much to all the everydayers out there who tune in Monday through Friday, every single day, all year long. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter for Mile High Sports, joined alongside, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Sarah Bettinger, he is the site expert over there, predominantlyorange.com. You want Broncos written coverage? Check me out at milehighsports.com. Check Sarah out, predominantlyorange.com as well. And Sarah, hey, look, man, it is a brand new week. The NFL schedule reveal is coming out a little bit later this week, and everyday listeners of the show can expect a recap and a breakdown of maybe our favorite games on the schedule this upcoming season, as well as the beginning of rookie minicamp at the end of the week. You get coverage here locked on Broncos. And you know what? As we go through, we've been recapping all of the Broncos rookie draft selections, dedicating an individual episode to every single one of them. And today we're going to focus on a thumper at the safety position. J.L. Skinner out of Boise State, one of the prospects when initially drafted. You and I talked about it. We're kind of excited about this guy. and Maybe what he could bring to the table here, if not
1: on defense this season, but on special teams. I think for sure on special teams, we're going to see JL Skinner. And I think we're going to see him quite a bit. And I'm excited for that. And I think a lot of people in Broncos country, Cody, very excited about JL Skinner in general, right? And it's not just because he's coming from the Boise State Broncos. He's staying a Bronco, right? He's, he doesn't Bronco even have, hardly have to change color. Yeah. He's, he's Bronco for life. Hey, maybe we'll even get to see Maybe he's going to be the guy to wear the zero on his jersey this season. We'll see. He wore it at Boise State, so we'll find out. But a lot of reasons to be excited. And I think one of the primary reasons is that you get a guy in round six that a lot of people are talking up as a potential top 100 pick, right? Somebody that could go in the third or fourth round. So you get a guy like that a little bit later on. And of course, the reason for that, J.L. Skinner had an injury in the pre-draft process, right? Had the pectoral injury. He's expected to be okay and sounds like he'll be ready to go for a lot of the off-season programs. So that's encouraging and exciting news as well because I think he's kind of a wild card. His production at Boise State was really good. He's an intriguing athlete at 6'4, 209 pounds. I'm just I'm kind of fascinated by the possibilities here. You know, he's not necessarily, remember Vance Joseph in Arizona had Isaiah Simmons. He's not necessarily Isaiah Simmons, but kind of an interesting body type at the safety spot, big dude. He's going to fly downhill. He he attacks instinctively, can match up on guys. I'm excited about JL Skinner.
0: Yeah, you know, I am as well. And I think the initial, what's the word that Sean Payton and George Payton are now using a lot, right? And, and I'm excited to see if this is the theme, the vision, right? What is the vision for a guy like Skinner? And and I think that when you work with a guy who's six foot four and is 220 pounds, you have a guy who can also play middle of the field coverage and, and look, shortly after he was drafted, we jumped on a press conference call with him moments after and we talked to him and we asked him, you know, Hey, like, how comfortable are you, you know, defensively with playing, you know, down in the box or or playing coverage in the middle of the field. And he said he did both at Boise state, but primarily what Boise state had him do was play in the box a little bit because of his size, because of his ability to tackle and to wrap up. So for me, I, I think the vision is Okay. Can this guy become a core four special teams player right away? Right. You've got Ben Katwika. You've got Mike Westhoff who will assist in this happening. And I think a big reason the Broncos also drafted him is because of special teams. And we've seen George Payton since he has come in and, and has been the Broncos general manager every year in the draft. He has taken a safety so far. It wasn't the fifth round typically, but this year it was a sixth round pick there. But you're getting a guy and this is something that Payton and Payton, geez, we have to come up with like some sort of nickname for them, so we don't have to say Peyton and Peyton all the time. P-squared, we'll just do that. You had these guys collectively say that this is someone that can maybe fit into what Kodwika and Westhoff want to do with the special teams, right? It's going to be a revamping of that whole entire unit, and you're going to get tough football players. That's what they want. They want tough, physical players. Well, if you turn on the tape with J.L. Skinner, sir, that's all you're going to see is tough, physical, finesse style of football. And there's ways that you can be creative, I think, with his utilization. And we can talk about that as well, especially with the safety position, with the guys who are expected to start. Everyday listeners can expect that a little bit later on here in today's episode, Locked on Broncos. I, I do believe the first value we have to see is special teams. That's where he's going to get his first crack, his first opportunity at it. And then aside from that, you mentioned the injury, right? Taurus pectoral muscle right before the NFL scouted combine. He is ahead of schedule Per him, from what he told us, and he's a full month out away from being fully recovered. So that kind of aligns to maybe the start of Broncos OTAs and or mandatory minicamp, which is from June 13th to June 15th. So I expect him if he's not ready for OTAs to be able to do some of the on field stuff with the rookies. I do expect him to maybe be a full go here for mandatory minicamp in June before their a month. And then, bam, training camp is here.
1: And that's exciting because we want these guys to get out on the field and see that clear vision really start to get executed early on. Just as a quick side note to that, I was listening to an interview between uh, Ross Tucker and Broncos undrafted rookie Henry Bird out of uh, Princeton, I believe, Cody, we haven't dove fully into individually all these undrafted guys, but I was listening to Henry Byrd talk and he said that in that undrafted free agent frenzy process, he said the main thing that sold him on the Denver Broncos was exactly what the vision that the coaching staff pitched to him as a, you know, a tackle in college moving to guard. I think that you can see with these draft picks. I don't think Sean Payton is just blowing smoke. I don't think it's just kind of like, hey, this is what we say after the draft. Here's the manual and here's your lines that when they ask questions, I think they really do have visions for these players. And with obviously JL Skinner, it's going to be fascinating to see beyond special teams because this is a guy four interceptions career best this past season as uh, seven total at Boise state, but four this past season, the year before that seven tackles for loss. So one year you got this big spike in, in interceptions the year before that, you got a big spike in TFLs. He kind of makes you wonder what were they doing in terms of sending him? Cause he only had nine and a half tackles for loss over the, his entire time at Boise state. You're talking about seven in one year. That's, that's pretty interesting from a safety from a defensive back. So I'll be fascinated to see what their plan is for him. Maybe we'll get to see a little bit of that unfold in the preseason. Another little factoid about the NFL draft as well to add on to this. George Payton, as you mentioned, Cody, he's taken a safety in every draft. The Broncos have actually taken multiple DBs in all three of his drafts as well. Even with only having five selections in total this year, they managed to get multiple DBs. Of course, Riley Moss being the other one. I think it's kind of an interesting little, uh, you know, just... It's a thing to keep in mind for your mock drafts next year. Multiple DBs so far every year for George Baden. You
0: know me; I'm a DB guy. That played it. I coached it. I love the DB backfield. I love how coverages align. I love being able to look at all that. And so for Broncos fans as well, I'll be doing some film study stuff once the season creeps around as well on at DB film study on Twitter. That's the burner account. Just for those of you that weren't aware, <laughs> there. We'll, we'll do some film stuff there on that Twitter account specifically. But we'll also talk about on today's episode of the show with the safety depth as is, with the projected stars, how might JL Skinner find his way onto the field in 2023? You'll get that on today's episode, Locked On Broncos. This episode of the show is brought to you by our friends over there at Built Bar, and as you know it, we've said it and we believe it: it is the best tasting protein bar that is out there on the market today. Bars are covered in 100% milk chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They contain 17 grams of protein. They're low in sugar. They have 130 calories. And they come in a wide variety of flavors. All the flavors you can check out at Built.com. Or if you're itching to get your hands on a box of Built Bar here today, you can go to your local Walmart and get a box of four Built Bars in the pharmacy section. If you want to go and get a bulk box of Built Bar, you can go to Sam's Club and you can buy in bulk. And some of the flavors that they do have there, let's just keep in mind, not only do they have the Built Bars, but they also have the Built Puffs. Soft, easy to chew marshmallow fluff. And here's where you can get it. Sam's Club, Walmart, and they also have flavors like Brownie Batter Puff and Churro Puff.
1: You can thank me later. Check it out at Built.com. Well, the Denver Broncos may have the best safety in the NFL in Justin Simmons, but now with J.L. Skinner added to the mix, what does the safety room look like? What is the depth? Who are some sleepers at this position? Are there any sleepers at the position? Cody, I want to just throw this to you. Let's talk about the safety position for the Denver Broncos, because going into this draft process, I don't think we necessarily saw this as a weakness necessarily. I mean, there's there's guys at this position, right? There's a number of different guys that I think can play. It's just a matter of seeing them play consistently because, of course, no more Kareem Jackson out there. Who do the Broncos have at safety? And where does JL Skinner fit amongst them?
0: Yeah, this is a great question. I know before the NFL draft, we were saying, ah, you know, I don't know if they're going to add a safety considering they only had five draft picks, but you know what? They felt like they're in a good position and they also have, I I think, you know, the ability to add some young guys, which obviously Skinner is one of those. So obviously Justin Simmons, we know the cornerstone of the Broncos franchise right now, specifically on the defense alongside Patrick Sertan, a talented secondary. When you think about those two guys being at some of the major marquee positions in the NFL and then you also look at, okay, you have Caden Stearns, who's coming back from an injury. He had his hip reconstructed, which is great because that was something that's been bothering him for the last one and a half, two seasons. It's now fixed, and we know how talented of a playmaker that Caden Stearns is. He and Justin Simmons are the two expected starters here for the Broncos' defense at safety right now on paper heading into the offseason. They brought back P.J. Locke uh, on a one-year deal. He's been such an intricate part of, of the Broncos special teams, their best player there with 12 tackles this season, plays the core four as well, and has proven he can step in and play on the defensive side of the ball if you need him to. He's played in the nickel. He's played in the dime. He's proven he can be a valuable asset on field. And then you have DeLarian Turner-Yale, who obviously was a draft pick in last year's NFL draft from Oklahoma, who came in, played some special team snaps this past season, didn't really see any action on defense. And then you add in JL Skinner. I mean, Sarah, right now, that's a very talented position group. You know, when you look at them all on paper, right? And I hate that we have to always say this, but on paper, if healthy, it looks like a very, very solid room with guys that have different skill sets. I mean, Justin Simmons is six foot two. J.L. Skinner's six foot four and has 220 pounds and can play in the box. Justin can play in the box as well, can play in the middle of the field. I think that the Broncos have a clear identity at the safety position where it's like athletic, hybrid, versatile style players at that position. And I tell you what, I think that is the way in today's modern NFL.
1: What are your thoughts on the overall safety room as is? I think you've got a bunch of really good athletes out there, right? Of course, Justin Simmons leading the way as one of the more explosive guys at the position in the league, at least when he was coming into the league in 2016. That was the case. His vertical jump just jumps out of the gym. We've seen that on a number of occasions come into play. Hayden Sturds, he's a big-time RAS guy, right? We talk about RAS a lot on the show, Relative athletic Score. Hayden Stearns is one of those types of guys. I, I would venture to guess if J.L. Skinner had the opportunity to participate at the Combine, Cody, my guess would be he probably jumps out of the gym as well. So just looks like a really explosive guy in the the you know bits and pieces that I've seen of his game floating around there on the internet. Of course, watching some more of his games at Boise State. Now that he's been drafted by the Broncos, you see that explosiveness as well. I'm excited about the athleticism of this group. I'm excited about these guys that can play multiple spots. We talked about P.J. Locke on the show, and the everydayers may remember just talking about his ability to play the nickel. He came out of Texas. He wasn't even a safety at Texas. He played that nickel spot. Then Caden Stearns coming to the NFL, right? You think, well, he's going to fit that too-high-safety look so well and then where did he make his hay in his first two NFL seasons kind of being that robber in the middle of the field right he was out there playing that dime defensive back position we've seen all these guys play different roles so far I think that's what's the most fascinating without Kareem Jackson out there it's going to be interesting to see where these guys get used who gets trusted back in that too high look with Justin Simmons how often do these guys float into you know the the box how often do they float into that area where they may attack the line of scrimmage. There's a lot of things that I think these guys bring to the table. And I like the group the Broncos have. They're young, they're explosive, they're athletic. I think they're going to be very well coached given Christian Parker. We talk about him all the time yes. on this show Vance Joseph is a defensive backs guy. I think that defensive back room going to be very well taken care of to, to be able to have young guys. There's a lot of young players in this Denver secondary. Remember as we talk about J.L. Skinner, You look at this, the big picture on the whole, right, of this secondary with Pat Sertan, who's like the veteran out there at corner going into year three is all he is. He's just a third-year player. Damari Mathis, second year. Riley Moss, rookie. you got all these guys in the secondary, safety and corner alike, and we're seeing the Denver Broncos go young at these positions. I'm excited for that, Cody. I think it's going to be fun to see how these coaches get the best out of these young players. I'm glad that you brought
0: up Christian Parker because he has been so monumental for the development and the play of the defensive backfield for the last three seasons here in Denver. And and look, I'm excited to maybe see how things kind of piece together, not only just with the cornerbacks, right, but also with J.L. Skinner, with this safety room. And so that kind of brings me to my next point. Here's maybe how I see JL Skinner may be getting onto the field here in his rookie season defensively. As we know, we project Caden Stearns, Justin Simmons to be the starters. But even if those guys are the starters, here's how JL Skinner can find his way onto the field. I mean, we've seen. Now, the Broncos' primary defense, you know, is a 3-4. A lot of people, you know, are expanded towards a base nickel look out of the 3-4 now in the NFL. That's what Denver ran primarily last year. We saw a lot of dime because the NFL, I mean, they, they play a lot of spread them out, passing teams, minus the Tennessee Titans who love to pound the rock, minus the Las Vegas Raiders who with Josh Jacobs would love to pound the rock. You, I, I see a scenario playing out, and, and honestly, it looks brilliant on paper. And we'll see if it can formulate in the regular season. And I'll say everything has to carry out through training camp, through preseason, so on and so forth, right? Nothing is guaranteed. But I can see in the dime package, right? You have your cornerbacks, Sertan, Damari Mathis, whoever it may be. You have your back-end safeties with Caden Stearns, Justin Simmons. You have K1 in one of the slots, And then you have JL Skinner in one of the slots as well, right? To protect your investment in terms of having the ultimate protection in terms of coverage against spread amount teams, but also enough insurance on the outside with guys like K-1, with guys like JL Skinner who are very, very good against the runs there. To me, it is a defensive backs coach, wet dream to be able to have that type of talent there at that position. I see it playing out that way. It could. But then again, there's going to be stiff competition from other guys like Delarian Turner, Yale, P.J. Locke will make it a very hard case to keep him off the field defensively in certain personnel packages as well. But I think in terms of the ultimate protection with Kaywon and Skinner inside the slot in terms of the dime package, man,
1: that has me a little excited. Yeah, and can we see growth from all these guys? That's what we're really hoping for, right, is for growth from Delary and Turner-Yell. I think that you, if you pull a lot of Broncos fans, let's just throw out a hundred. You pull a hundred Broncos fans and you ask them, Hey, what's your expectation for DeLarion Turner yell this year? They may not have the highest of expectations right now because we didn't get to see a ton of him playing defensively last season, but you look going forward, what kind of progression can he make? I think a lot of us, myself, for sure. We were surprised to see PJ lock. Remember last year when Kareem Jackson didn't participate in OTAs, he wasn't there. PJ lock was the one in the starting lineup and we're kind of like, wait, that's kind of surprising, right? I mean, you would have thought Caden Stearns, well, PJ lock was out there. And then as the season got going, you saw both PJ lock and Caden Stearns getting heavily involved early on in the defensive packages. So it's like, where, what steps forward are these guys going to take in 2023? That's what I'm fascinated to find out because a, a lot of them could seem like wild cards. If you're putting together a 53 man roster prediction, you're projecting the depth chart, things like that, a lot of them just seem like, oh, the Broncos don't even really have good safety depth, right? They don't have anybody proven out there. Well, good depth doesn't always mean proven depth. You have guys that can step up and grow as players. I think that's where the Broncos can really excel this year to find these more inexpensive pieces of depth along their roster all over the place, especially at safety, to have young guys stepping up into bigger roles. And that just goes to further show player development, how important it is. You can find guys in round five. You can find them in round six like JL Skinner or undrafted like PJ Locke and develop those guys into key contributors. That's huge. That's all that matters. It's all
0: about development and the vision. Of course, here we go again. Drink every time you hear the word visionary, you hear us say it, or you hear Sean Payton or George Payton say it. Uh, aside from that, development is crucial here for these guys, for this position group. And I'm super excited about there being Christian Parker there, there being veteran guys around the NFL who have had experience calling defense for years that are helping with the assistant side of things for the Broncos defense this upcoming season. We've covered every step of the way here, Locked On Broncos. But we're also going to ask the question how does the safety room shake out here in 2023? You'll get that on today's episode, Locked On Broncos. Real quick, I want to tell you about a really cool thing that is happening here at the Locked On Podcast Network. We have officially partnered with Sirius. XM. You may listen to Sirius XM radio on your commute to work every day. You should be listening to Lockdown Broncos every day on your commute to work. If you don't do that when you wake up in the morning and make breakfast, we appreciate you, though, Broncos country. And aside from that, this upcoming season, you can now access, and even right now, you can access Lockdown Broncos on the Sirius XM app so you can get this podcast on the go as well if you are a Sirius XM listener. And we're excited about all the other things that will be coming up once the NFL season is officially here with our partnership with Sirius XM. How does the Broncos safety room shake out here in 2023? That is a big question here in the eyes of many in Broncos country. We've highlighted who we believe the projected starters will be. We've talked about maybe the depth pieces there. But there are some storylines that we will have our eyes on as we go through the offseason, through minicamp, through OTAs, through training camp in the NFL preseason. You'll get that here Lockdown Broncos. So if you're in every day or you know what to expect in the coming days, weeks, and months ahead here on the show. So, Sarah, let's continue our conversation right here, right now. Looking at the safety room, I think we have to take a look at the overall position specific storylines. know the starters in our heads right now. It appears to be this way as of the time that we're recording this podcast here. The Broncos have not re-signed Kareem Jackson, right? There's always a possibility, but as days go on, it's going to be very interesting to see if that actually does happen. So right now, operating on the assumption, Justin Simmons, Caden Stearns, they're the starting safety duo. How comfortable do you feel with this being the dynamic for the Broncos on the back end? And then we'll get into the depth guys after that.
1: I feel really comfortable with that, Cody. I think Caden Stearns has earned the right to be out there. He's really made the plays necessary, hasn't he? I think that we've seen every time he's been out on the field, every time he's been healthy and playing and contributing to the defense, man, he's been out there making big plays, whether it's intercepting Dak Prescott, whether it's intercepting Matt Ryan, whether it's sacking Lamar Jackson, picking off Zach Wilson. He's done a lot of these different things out there in the limited opportunities that he's gotten to really, I think, get a vote of confidence from a lot of people in Broncos country. Again, that goes back to my point earlier about guys that haven't done much. You're kind of just like, oh, well, did, are are they really going to be able to progress? Does it really give this team good depth? I think that's where you can say, hey, look at Caden Stearns. Look at what he did when given the opportunity to show that he's grown as a player. That's, I think, the confidence that you can have in some of these young guys under Christian Parker and Vance Joseph in that defensive backfield. So, I feel pretty confident about it. I'm excited to see what he can do. And I think that these young guys kind of fit in nicely behind. There's they're they're all shapes and sizes, aren't they? I mean, you got six, four. You got a guy who's got a, you know, almost a 10 out of 10 on the RAS scale. You got all these different players that can come in and do a lot of different things and do them well for you.
0: That's what it's all about, too. And look, I think right now the pecking order is going to be Justin Simmons, Caden Stearns, P.J. Locke by default in terms of his role as maybe kind of that 12th man off the bench in a sense for the Broncos. And not only that, just his impact on special teams. But I, I think another intriguing storyline that we will see here for the Broncos as they go throughout this offseason, specifically training camp and the NFL preseason, will be can J.L. Skinner maybe beat out Delarian Turner-Yale for maybe a key spot on special teams, for a spot in the rotation on defense. I mean, so much will be predicated on, can these guys stay healthy during training camp, right? Because we know it's going to be a little bit different under Sean Payton than it was under Nathaniel Hackett. We know that the starters are going to play in the NFL preseason. How much is another question. But aside from that, you want to be able to evaluate all of these guys. And you don't have to make your roster cuts from 90 to 53 until the final regular, um, until the final preseason game, excuse me, of the preseason And it's after that you you start seeing the swipe. I imagine Debra's going to make some cuts in between that. But I'm really intrigued here. Like for me, I think one of the storylines to follow as we go through this offseason is J.L. Skinner versus DeLarian Turner-Yell. Not that it's a slide against DeLarian in any way, shape or form. But when you look at the position group, you look at positional need, you look at special teams value. This is where I think a lot of the focus is going to be on with an entirely brand new coaching staff Minus Christian Parker, minus Marcus Dixon, who has no affiliation with the defensive backroom. To me, this is something I have my eye on here this offseason, and I encourage Broncos country to do the same.
1: Yeah, and if he can beat him out in terms of being that fourth safety, I do think that means you're probably going to play. I, we saw four safeties play last year, didn't we? We saw, obviously, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, P.J. Locke, Caden Stearns. They played at early. I mean, it wasn't like, hey, injuries happen, you're going to get on the field. no they were playing early on. They were playing significant roles early on. So you need to have a deep defensive backfield. And I'll be fascinated as we find out later this week, you know, what the schedule looks like, how often might the Broncos be utilizing the, the variations of, you know, backfield personnel groupings that they could have at their disposal, right? In terms of who they play early on, whether it's, you know, obviously we don't know what, what the schedule is going to look like, but if they're playing teams that pass the ball a ton, early on in the season, maybe these young guys are going to get tested right away. And I think JL Skinner has a chance to go out and and prove all these people who love the draft pick, a lot of people do, he can prove them right. He can go out there and say, I can go win a competition right away. I'm not just going to play on special teams. I'm going to force myself onto the field defensively and make sure that you have to have at least some packages of plays to get me out there because I'm going to show you what I can do in training camp. I'm going to show you how how massive, you know, for lack of a better term, it is to have my 6'4 frame out there on the field when you're playing against the Chiefs, when you're playing against, you know, X, Y, or Z. So I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he's got an opportunity and DeLary and Turner Yellow for that matter has a great opportunity with a draft pick that everybody likes coming in and really getting the opportunity to say, "Hey, wait about, you know, wait, don't forget about me." I was a fifth round pick last year. I can still come out there and make an impact as well.
0: That's the important thing to acknowledge, right? We can go through all these potential competitions. We can say, okay, we think it's going to go this way, but that's what training camp, that's what the preseason is all for. It's about, okay, hey, we're coming into it, maybe thinking this, but it could go entirely different. I'm excited to bring Broncos country coverage alongside Sarah Bettinger every single day here, the Locked On Broncos podcast podcast. That will wrap up today's episode of the show, Broncos Country. As always, comment on YouTube your thoughts on today's episode, your analysis of JL Skinner, what you hope to see from him in his rookie season, or if you're listening on your favorite audio podcasting platform, make sure you hit that subscribe button as well so you never miss out. You can always tweet us on Twitter if you want to, at Cody Work NFL, at Sarah Bettinger, at locked on Broncos. But for all the everydayers out there, tomorrow's episode of the show, what you can expect. We're going to take a look at Adam Troutman. Yes, he wasn't drafted by the Broncos, but he was part of the NFL draft this year. So we're going to take a look at maybe his fit, his role, and maybe why Sean Payton felt comfortable making that trade. You'll get that on tomorrow's brand new episode.